In 2013, an unlikely rapper catapulted to fame while popping tags, wearing an oversized fur coat, and convincing millions of fans around the world to go to the thrift shop. Walk into the club like, what up? I got a big I'm just pumped. I bought some from a thrift what? shop. Ice on the fringe is so damn frosty. The people like, damn, that's a cold out. Honky. But what's success without a little controversy? After taking home Best New Artist, Best Rap Song, Best Rap Performance, and Best Rap Album at the 2014 Grammys, the limelight shined a little too bright. And the Grammy goes to Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. Wow, we're here on the stage right now. Uh, first and foremost, I want to thank our fans, the people that got us on this stage. And many people felt that Kendrick Lamar and his album Good Kid Mad City, the overall favorite to win, was unjustly robbed. Mac Lamore himself agreed and texted Kendrick directly to apologize. When we were at the nominations and, and the nominations come out, um, you know, first and foremost, Kendrick is a friend of mine. He's somebody that I, I love his music and, in my opinion, had the best rap album of the year. Um, and knowing how the Grammys usually go, I knew that there would be a great chance that we would win that award and, and, in essence, Rob Kendrick. So um, that's what happened tonight. It's, uh, it it kind of sucks. I mean, I think that there, I think we made a great album. I think that Kendrick made a better rap album. And that's what it is. And now, almost a decade later, the Seattle native is back with new music, a new tour, and a new lease on life, following some very public battles with addiction that is chronicled on his new single, Faithful. When the day breaks, me and the homies on the same page. I found me in the whip, that's my safe place. Feel like I'm getting weak, I need some AA. Need someone to pray for my soul right now. Everything's looking great and there's no white clouds. I don't know what to say, I got nothing to write down. On my knees questioning God, like why now? I'm lost but I'm found again. I'm up all night, I toss and turn. I love my life, I got concerns. I've been through hell on some FML. It's just as well, I might lose it. This is the Spout Podcast, where famous people spout off about more than what they're famous for. And today... That's Macklemore. Here's Nick Major. I got to start it off by saying my, my first interview ever was back in January of 2014, and it was with Mary Lambert. Everyone has been hearing you lately on the radios, on the internet, Good. with your uh, Macklemore and Ryan Good. Lewis. They were looking for someone to write the hook. I think it was sort of a last resort, actually. <laughs> I can't change, even if I try. topic at the time in 2012 2013 and we were always jamming the heist and so now i I never thought almost a decade later i'd be in a bathroom with you chatting yes thanks for dropping by man it's a full circle moment in the bathroom out here but how are you man you're you're on tour right now it's wrapping up tonight i think yeah last one and it's been going awesome for you yeah it's been great that's sick great great crowds imagine dragons are amazing kings elliot's amazing it's been Fantastic. You've been putting out a couple new songs. Yes. One of the new tracks that uh, you put out is uh, Maniac. Yes. Another 
track on his new album Ben is Maniac, featuring Windsor, which also chronicles addiction, but lays into the theme of the addictive ups and downs in a relationship. One thing I love about it is it's with Windsor. Windsor, he's a guy, Jordan. I've known him since his previous project. Why does everyone know Windsor? He's a talented guy who's of just... Of course he is. But like the most random people too that have nothing to do with the music industry also are like, I know Jordan. And I know you also did your track next year with him as well. Yes. Let's start it at the top of the year. I want one last cigarette. One last sip of it. Secret. One last little bit. So how did you guys get involved with each other? Because it's a collab I'd love to see grow. Yeah, Ryan Lewis um, was the one that introduced me to him. And I heard Next Year and I heard Maniac as hooks first, which normally doesn't happen that way. But that's how Ryan played them for me. And I immediately was like, yep. Another name on the album is a familiar one to Macklemore fans as the rapper is once again teaming up with producer Ryan Lewis. You're back working with Ryan Lewis. Everyone's stoked to see that. I saw the announcement video that you guys did. Hey, dude. Good to see you, man. Why are you ducking me? I No, I wasn't. I thought, I saw that, I heard it, but I thought you were talking yeah, to somebody else. Yeah, it was like literally yelling I your name. Recognize you. I know that prior to the pandemic, right before it kicked off, you were working on some stuff. You're getting out here to finish up an album. Yep. Then the pandemic hit. You kind of scrapped, or at least gave you more time to at least focus on a, a new piece of work. And how did Ryan get back to being involved with with, with you? Because I'd imagine was he not involved with the work before the pandemic hit, or had you yeah, guys? Yeah, I don't think I don't think that he was. Um, and yeah, I came down here. We brought the kids down to LA for spring break. Ryan came over, played me some records. That's where I first heard next year. We made that record, and then later on, he played me um, what turned into Maniac. And so, yeah. And then we also worked on some other stuff. I don't think, I think that that's it for this album, but we, we made some other record. You know, you just get in the studio and make stuff. Mm-hmm. So, Ryan's actually down the hallway right now. He's oh. here tonight. What's up? And, um, yeah, that's, that's my brother. And when you guys parted ways, because I know you guys have been attached so much. It was Macklemore, Ryan Lewis. But I know you're both your own artists. I mean, you you had your own body of work that came out back in 05. Yeah, I'm getting older now. 23 years old and half of me just wants to make the move and go and settle down. The other half's like, hell no, you better mess around. Don't let me down, especially when you got an album coming out. But was it at the point to where you guys were like, we've established so much together. We've worked so much together. Let's go off and do our own individual stuff for a bit. You, you dropped Gemini. I feel First and foremost, like it came from a place of love. I think Ryan, you know, needed a little bit of a break. Once he he kind of initiated it, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. And um, you know, no love lost. It wasn't like a we broke up over some drama. It was just like Ryan wanted to focus on some other things. I went off and, and made Gemini, and you know, here we are still, um, you know, close friends. Like. He knows me better than than most people in this world. Mm-hmm. You know, we spent a decade plus of our lives together, like every single day. So it was just time to take a little hiatus. And, you know, it's like I just asked him in the green room. I'm like, yo, you got one of these type of records? Like I could use one of the, you know, I'm, I'll continue to make music with Ryan. That's awesome. I love to hear that. And the tracks that you guys have put out now are awesome. You guys just played the one on Jimmy Kimmel, yep. which was rad. Here with the song Maniac and some help from Windsor, Macklemore. I fell in love with her moonwalk. 
dancing in the kitchen in their tube socks. Another standout track on the new album is Chant, featuring Australian pop sensation Tones and I. Look at where we started, look at where we got to. Almost OD that night in the hospital. Wasn't gonna die more life in the arsenal. Got another shot to pull off the impossible. Take my voice from me I will rise up And I know that the track that you have with Tones as well, which I saw she got tattooed on her arm. When I got here yesterday, I was saying to the girls, like, I should go get a tattoo for me and Ben. You're getting tattooed? Halfway through. What? I remember it was right before the pandemic hit as well, when Dance Monkey just blew up. Yeah. So they say, dance for me, dance for me, dance for me, oh, oh. I've never seen anybody do the things you do before. And I loved her voice because it was so unique mm-hmm. and so cool. And now she's on the track with you. You guys are doing some shows together. I know she's coming out and singing. What's What was that collab like between you guys? How did that all come to be? Tones came into Seattle. I went and checked out her show, met her. Um, I was familiar with the fact that, you know, I was really influential and, you know, in her life, like she loved the heist. And so I wanted to go meet her. You know, she was like a, a big fan, which is always weird to say, but like, you know, she was a fan and I went to go meet her and was just blown away by her as a person, loved her voice, loved her show. Um, got in the studio and, and made champ. Mm-hmm. And it's the, the video for that is dope. The video from Maniac is dope. What I loved in Maniac, it's like that 60s talk show. Yeah, completely. Throwback type vibe. Yeah. Many of us find new passions through our friends. And that's exactly what Macklemore did when he was coaxed into picking up a five iron while on a golf course in Hawaii. He took that swing and never looked back, falling so deeply in love with the sport that he now has his own line of golf apparel called Bogey Boys. For those that love the spirit of the game, the individual challenge and the pursuit of perfection presenting bogey boys talking about kind of classic looks and vibes in 60s you picked up golf recently yeah and i i i was born in seattle actually nice but i grew up in reno nevada and we have a golf course there called mantra where the pga tour always stops off and i've never the older i've gotten the more interested i've wanted to be in golf like it just seems like a fun sport now to me very intimidating though i only want to do like the top golf like where you're on the layers of it because right. i can't imagine when you're like golfing with people who know what they're doing and you have that first hit where you have to even try to go towards the hole i i, I it's just too intimidating but what was it about golf that then got you into to bogey boys i know you've had some pop-up shops you just did one in vegas over at yep. area 15 mm-hmm. you've had some up up uh, in the northwest so what was it about golf that just took your heart i've always loved golf fashion way before i got into the sport yeah. like i just love like i love plaid pants these and could I be love, golfing pants they these look could, like golfing pants yeah and um so yeah i mean i as cliche as it sounds like i would go to thrift shops and i would get you know old golf outfits and i would wear them um as a teenager so i always loved the fashion of golf like the 70s fashion 80s fashion and i went out to play one day after thanksgiving because there was nothing to do and my friend dragged me out and and i hit one pure and i wanted that feeling again and to to speak to what you're talking about in terms of the nerve-wracking part of golf yes it's very real 
It's yeah. very real. Does like it, it doesn't. And once you hit a couple bad shots, then it's just like in your head and then you're fighting your mind. It's very like reflective of life. You have to be present. You have to be grounded. You have to move on from the bad shots and just keep swinging. Keep swinging. Keep swinging. Keep swinging. Keep swinging. Are you wasting money on subscriptions? 80% of people have subscriptions they completely forgot about. Maybe for you, it's an unused Amazon Prime account or a Hulu account that never gets streamed. There's this great app I use that helps me track all of my expenses. And because of it, I no longer waste money on subscriptions I don't even use. You might have heard of it. It's called Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill. Rocket Money is an app that shows all of your subscriptions in one place and then cancels whatever you don't want. Rocket Money can even find subscriptions you didn't know you were paying for. You may even find out you've been double charged for a subscription. To cancel a subscription, all you have to do is press cancel, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. So get rid of useless subscriptions with Rocket Money now. Go to rocketmoney.com spout. Seriously, this could save you hundreds per year. That's rocketmoney.com spout. Like many other artists that have been in the game longer than social media has been around, it has been quite the adjustment to adapt to the TikTok era of music. A big thing in the world that has changed in this ever-changing world of music in, during the pandemic and since your last release and as you're diving deep into it is TikTok, which I'm fully yeah. invested in. I love the TikTok world. But you were an artist who when back in 2012 when the heist was out and all stuff like that, it was a different era of music for spreading it. And now we're on the sound bites. People listen for a couple seconds. We're just talking you got to make a yeah. TikTok dance to it or no one's going to care, seemingly. Right. You're killing it on TikTok. It's fun. It's, it's given a good insight to your life, to your personality, to your family. Like, I love to see, by the way, that Trisha, her behind the scenes help that she did on the Maniac video. Like, right. I just see her cleaning people's shoes, doing all this fun stuff. Probably call my sponsor, but don't worry. Like, that's always been yeah. a really good moment. She seems like a team player. Like, it's oh, yeah. so cool. That would be on her tombstone, yes. <laughs> What's the TikTok world like been like for you are you enjoying it is it stressful it's a little bit of both yeah it's a little bit of both uh you know i enjoy i enjoy tiktok i think that um i have a healthy relationship with it in that i don't um i'm not on it scrolling which is nice oh, that's nice and I know, I get how it's addictive. Like, I've gone down a couple, like, rabbit holes and then, like, you know, 45 minutes later, like, what am I doing? Like, why am I watching, like, a teenager doing ASMR, like, you know, scratching that's into so the mic. That's so true. And I'm like, I need to go. I need to go to bed. Um, so that's happened a couple times. But I'm not, I don't open it up to scroll. I, I post. Um, and I think that when it's, like, when it's authentic and it's real and it's genuine, that's the content that I like to make and when it feels forced. But then again, like trying to figure out the algorithms of TikTok is an endless wormhole into uh, the abyss of nothingness. You can't. No, your guess is as good as mine. And I, I hate, hate it too because like I saw, I was just telling my friends, like I saw one horrible video on TikTok of like an alligator eating a zebra. And I hated it. I was like, this is terrifying, but that's all that's on my feed now. I open up TikTok and it's just National Geographic animals killing each other. And I'm just like, this is like, why? I don't want it to be this. I can't look away at the same time. Right. I'm like, I'm like I don't want to. Like, oh, the gazelle's going to get away this time. The gazelle's dead. Like, it's just yeah. horrifying. But good on you for not staying up till 4 a.m. every day on TikTok because that's why I have sleep issues now. And I think you're doing it the right way. Yeah. I think you're doing good. I'm trying. I, I, you know, you'll put a bunch of time into a certain type of video. 
does nothing. Like my most viewed video was literally a one take of me like rapping the first four bars of Can't Hold Us. That's how it goes though. The one you put the least amount of work I literally in. did one. I didn't do two. I did one take. That was it. And it's like, you know, over 8 million plays or something. Return to the Mac. Get on what it is, what it does, what it is, what it isn't. Looking for a better way to get up out of bed instead of getting on the internet and checking a new hit kid. The multi-talented artist doesn't just have golf under his belt, but magic as well. Yeah, I mean, it's well known around the world. You're a very talented magician. This is true. And I, I saw the incredible feat in which you made a piece of jewelry. Yes. A pathetically small piece of jewelry blow up into a priceless gem. I can do a bunch of magic, dude. I'm like the new David Blaine of uh, rap. You've hinted at a magic album. Yes. Is, is that going to happen? Are you gonna, is it just gonna the magic community of- got pissed. We're going to see. Um, I'm trying to work it out with legal. But um, <laughs> but yeah, David Copperfield is really like getting in the way of me executing that. It's understandable because you're a big threat to that community. I am. But first and foremost, it's about the music. And the journey Macklemore hopes to take fans through on his new album, Ben. There's a new album coming out. Yes. I'm guessing it's specifically, it's just going to be a Macklemore release. It's not going to be Macklemore and Ryan Lewis, even no, though he is It's a, it's he a is Macklemore album. And uh, what are you most stoked for, for people to hear about this album? We've got two songs from it already. One thing that you are a master of is incorporating so many different vocalists throughout an album to help really complete the story that you're telling, which I've always loved. The replayability from your fast vocals to then the the catchy chorus is just one of the things that I think makes you a standout, really fun artist. What are you looking forward to with this next release? It's going to be the first solo release from you in five years. Yeah, which is crazy. Um, Yeah, the pandemic really threw off the old, uh, you know, Everything every, th- every two Everything. three years. Uh, yeah, I mean you're getting rollout. ready on that cycle right before yeah, the pandemic hit. Um, so here we are, five years later, yeah, or, or coming up on it. Um, I, you know, a lot of this music is is been you know on computers and hard drives for a while. So I'm just excited for people to hear it. Um, I think it just continues to show my breadth as of, as an artist from you know the different types of records that I make. You have like um, you know records that. I grew up listening to they sound like 90s hip hop you have like 80s pop music you have you know it's all over the board um and I think that it's a really good body of work and I'm just excited there's not like one specific thing it's just I just want the people to have the music I love it because chant has kind of like that chorus like that kind of like you're in a church almost feeling to it And then it is a kind of throwback with Maniac. You get on my nerves, I'm a. You better reimburse all the things you do. Keep me down to earth, we're both. But somehow it works. Let's go! Right. So you're already just throwing like a big different left Yeah, we're going left field. Throughout them. Left's all the way. Which is exciting. It's yes, fun to be able to, I've to, to do that thing. And I've always loved you've done this independent which I know is rad yeah. and like, I mean, the accomplishments that you had in that time is just insane. And uh, yeah, sitting down with you right now, I really appreciate it. Careful with the, the skin. I saw the sunburn that you got a yeah. couple of days ago. It looks like a nice tan it's now feeling. though. Skin's peeling a little bit, is it? but uh, no, it looks good. It looks good. You got the, the new music coming out. You're killing it on this tour. And I know you got to bring your parents out to a show, which yeah. I'm sure it never gets old with them seeing it. Did the, the family come out to any of these shows? Are they yeah, on the tour with you? Nice. And I got to go. I got to go see them. Go see your family. My brother. Take it easy. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you chatting. Yeah. And uh, take it easy. 
To see more of our conversation, search Spout Podcast on IG or Twitter or at spoutpodcast.com. This episode of the Spout Podcast is presented by Alpha Media, written and narrated by Tamara Dia, produced by Mark Long, and edited and created by Phil Becker. Spout.